0: My name is Lilian Ogazi and this is Nigeria Daily. It's 71 days to the 2023 general election. Every Nigerian is getting ready to go to polls to vote for the candidates of their choice. As the election draws near, alongside with the case of insecurity bedeviling the country, one cannot help but wonder what the fate of those in affected areas, especially with exercising their voting rights, come 2023 elections. To kick off the Daily Trust Partnership with the Centre for Democracy and Development, CDD, we'll be looking at insecurity and the 2023 election in today's episode. In this episode, we'll take Katsina and Benue State as our case study. In Katsina, 10 local governments have been marred by insecurity for a while now. What is the situation of people living in this local government? Do they have their PVCs? Do they intend to vote come 2023? My colleague in Katsina Tijani Ibrahim had a chat with some villagers in some of the affected local government areas. Let's listen to his conversation.
1: Okay, you are in Faskaru local government, one of the uh, LGS worst affected by insecurity. Uh, What's the situation there? Are you on your part? Are you ready to vote? Do you have your voters card? Yes, I'm ready
2: to vote. But people are losing, are losing. Uh, most of most of the places where this insecurity affected, some of them they have uh, they have lost their uh, uh, water cut Okay. Then they did not uh, renew it. Renew, okay. Because they don't have interest to vote again. Okay. Like, uh, company me last okay uh, Mununi, Okay. Okay. Uh, and other. Mm. We 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 cannot say. Uh, any Anyone lost his confidence on this government or to vote again? Okay. So some people are ready to vote,
3: okay. but some are not yet yeah. Okay. I have a card. Due to the I have not the right and the duties of the citizens of the country, I will vote. I, I consider this. Okay. That is why I'm voting. Okay. But if I consider the situation I am in me and the, the members of my community, I will vote again. If I said I won't vote due to the issues of insecurity and challenges in my community, mm. so what will bring me the changes? What will change the situation I am me and the, the members of the community? Okay. It is only by voting the need that I am certain they will just do the justice. If only the way out that will come that we have
1: a peaceful community. Masari, where you are living is one of the areas affected by insecurity. Were, were you able to register and collect your voter's card? Yes.
2: Yes, I am ready to
1: vote. What if your polling unit has been relocated to another place? If
2: they are relocated, I go there and vote. I ever... my vote. I decide that through vote. Maybe I choose a person that will be a good leader that will be avoiding this kind of
1: Insecurity. Okay, you mean through election you'll be able yeah, to. Through uh,
2: election, yeah, through election, yes. Through election, but it's the only through
0: election. Those are some residents from Batsana local government, Batsari and Faskari local government area in Katsina state. For these sets, they are still living in their villages, though marred by insecurity. To some, voting is far fetched due to the level of insecurity, and the others, they really want to vote to solve the insecurity. How about those who are living in IDP camps far from home? Do they stand a chance of voting come 2023? Eba Jacob, camp chairman of Agabe IDP camp in Gwe West local government area of Benue State, tells us.
2: We did a resolution here. The advisor local government chiefs have a broad dynamic here to come and reserve us here.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, like I'm, I'm speaking to you now, there is a car that is parked here now. They, they are moving people here to Naka to go and collect their PVC. Oh. Which is sponsored by the Adversa Logaguma Guma Chief Tanzania like Kenyatta Chabo.
0: Okay, you have you registered so and are you not, are you not going to collect?
2: Yeah, we I registered. Okay. Um, I'm also going with the team anyway.
0: Are you going to vote come 2023 despite the insecurity and everything that's happening?
2: Well, the the they came on the camp here. They came and did their survey. Mm. So we don't know what what they are going to do. But uh, most of the places are captured by the Hessmen, So we don't know what is going on. But um, I don't know their plans. I don't know whether they are bringing their their, their, their ballot box on the camp or what they are taking it. So we don't know yet. But uh, we are hoping that that will be a place for us to vote.
0: And if they if, if they create a place for you to vote, will you put one vote?
2: Yeah. Um. Here in Agabe, currently this Agabe that we stay here. There are uh, army here, mm-hmm. and uh, we we because of army are here, we think that maybe we'll be able to vote here in Agbogbua.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay, so if do people yeah. want do people are people willing to vote? Do people want to go and vote? Even if INEC provides this, will people willingly go and vote?
2: Or if they if if they if they take the distance far, like last election, we went to Naka, we voted at Naka, so, but now because of the hardship, they take us to Naka we will not able to go to...
0: That was Iba Jacob, camp chairman of Agabe IDP camp in Gwe West local government area of Benway State speaking. What is INAG doing about this? We'll find out after the break. Do stay. You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daly coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we're looking at insecurity and how it will affect the 2023 general elections. Remember that this episode is in partnership with the Center for Democracy and Development, CDD. Before we went on break, we had a chat with some people in areas marred by insecurity, and they explained their fears towards the 2023 elections and how this will affect their voting rights. We also heard from the IDP in Benue, who told us how they got their PVCs and their intention towards 2023 general elections. What is the Independent National Electoral Commission doing to see that voters in IDP camps and areas facing insecurity can vote come election day? Let's listen to INEC. Uh,
4: my name is Zainab Aminu Abubakar, Assistant Chief Information Officer, INEC. The commission is trying all its tools. To see that election take place in the IDP camps, just like what we did in 2019 general elections. Mm. Uh, so, all the people that are at the IDP camps, we've already done uh, IDP registration for them, and their cards are ready now for collection. And election uh, men and materials under uh, tight security will be deployed to the various IDP
0: camps where election. Hopefully, elections will take place. Okay, so how about in places where they are not in IDP camps, but the areas are not safe enough for even people, like somewhere in Katzena, Basari, Faskari, we spoke to some people there, and they are interested in voting, but they are worried about their safety. Would voting get to that point for them? Uh, the Commission has been having series of uh, live meetings with the inter
4: Consultative Committee. That's the committee that has with the responsibility of providing security during elections. A similar one has taken place here in Abuja between the Chairman of the Commission and National Security Advisor to the President, who is the co-chair of the committee. And also in the various states, also the meeting is taking place between the resident electoral commissioner and commissioner of police Mm -hmm. in the state, Mm -hmm. while at the local government is between the electoral officer and the DPO. Mm -hmm. And the security agents have assured the commission that they will give the necessary security needed uh, to make sure that election takes place. So they promise us that the the security is going to improve. Uh, So for now, people should be rest assured Mm -hmm. that election take Let's keep on praying so that everything
0: will go on as planned. That was Zainab Aminu Abubakar, Assistant Chief Information Officer, INEC, speaking. What effect would the possible disenfranchisement of people living in IDP and insecurity-torn areas have on the 2023 general elections? Bisola Fatoye speaks with a political analyst.
1: My name is uh, Professor Kamil Sanifagi uh, of the Department of Political Science Bayero University Kano. Okay, yes. Um uh, they you know not allowing them or not including them in the election uh, has a lot of uh, negative consequences. One, uh, it legally disenfranchises them for no reason of their own. Uh, secondly, uh, the large number of people that are affected, we are talking of some millions of people. Uh, actually, uh, their involvement uh, will have, uh, you know, repercussion. Uh, it will affect the outcome of the elections. So, where you have such number of people uh, that are disenfranchised, that will mar the credibility of uh, the elections especially in some areas. You will see that the turnout will be very low and uh, very few people will decide the fate of uh, the state or the uh, area concern.
0: That was Camille Lufage, a political analyst, speaking. What is the way forward? Can an easy solution be found? I put this question and more to a political activist.
3: Okay, my name is Anthony Ehilebo. I'm a member of the Presidential Campaign Council of the People's Democratic Party. I am also a political activist. A lot of this dwells um, or stops at the table of the Commander in Chief. if he has assigned a national security uh, advisor to take these things uh, into consideration and, and understand that you cannot allow people to suffer a double jeopardy. They're already out of their homes, they live from hand to mouth, and then to, to deprive them of this very fundamental right uh, would be akin to double jeopardy or double debts. But that being said, uh, what can we do mm. or as a political activist? Um, I think I think the whole idea and, and what we push at the presidential campaign level is that we have uh, empowered people who are grassroots politicians. Um, it's interesting that someone who has done a lot of work uh, within the IDP space, mm. uh, within the space of um, Borunu and Meduguri, uh, Manase Allen, I'm sure he's not a stranger to most people. Mm. Has taken up the gun to, to run for, I think, a House of Rep uh, seats in 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 Bono, and far in these regions that have been decimated by uh, insurgency. So that in itself is is a way of getting yourself on the table and bringing the plight of your people okay. um, to the front burner. And uh, once this, this begins to happen, you'll find that people have a voice. And then there's also the, the responsibility, like you guys have taken on the responsibility of the fourth realm of a state, which is the media, okay. to keep the conversations um, at the front burner. Uh, I think INEC voter education and uh, whatnot department needs to step up its game okay. and begin to enlighten the people because Nemo that could not have it. You can't give what you don't have. Mm. So if you expect people to be conscious, of the impact of making, uh, exercising their right to franchise. It's a very important right. It is, it is even so important that it determines life and death.
0: And now that we have such a short span, what is that? You've spoken about um, them coming out for offices and airing the, the view of their people, the role of INEC. And now, what can we do within this short span to quickly make sure that these people feel safe enough to vote come, 20, come February 2023?
3: So, so I think the first thing that we must um, um, recognize, um, I think you referred majorly to the Northeast right now, and you mentioned somewhere in the Northwest, Katsina. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'll have you know that it's not a, a one-region a one or two-region problem. It's yes. a six-region. It would almost sound as like if there's, there's, a, there's an intentional plan to disenfranchise a mass number of Nigeria. Who are politicians? Okay. You, you know, we make up a critical number. Um, at some point, we must, we must all come out with one voice and say that we need these people to be able to vote. Okay. We need them to be able to exercise their franchise. Okay. Uh, and of course, INEC, we have to hold the, hold the pedal to INEC's feet and, and say, INEC, you need to tell us how many people have collected PVCs from where, where, where. And what are you doing to provide election? And of course, I know that, um, at the level of deployment for, uh, election and operations. think okay. sort of has an interface with um, the, the context of the Nigerian military or the the, the Nigerian security architecture. Immigration, customs. Customs plays a big role. Immigration plays a big role. Mm. The DSS, you have intelligence gathering, you have the Nigerian police force and the army as a last resort. So I think the, the collaboration of all these partners mm. and making sure that people are able to exercise their fundamental rights.
0: That was Anthony Hillebo, a political activist Election is an opportunity for Nigerians to pick who they desire and want to take the mantle of leadership in the country. Therefore, everyone deserves the right to vote and be voted for. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. This episode is in partnership with the Center for Democracy and Development, CDD. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a daily trust production, and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com, barsprouts.com, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Joss, Badegi Radio 90.1 in Mina, and Sawaba FM 104.9 in Hadeja. Now, if you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, or if you have questions or comments, Call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913 893 3390. Or you can reach us via social media handles on Instagram and Twitter at Daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.